And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again, another day committed to picking a fight with the mainstream media and always providing you the timely truth uh, centered around real estate, credit, finance, estate plans, tax plans, so much more. And today we have a special show lined up for you. We've got Mr. Jarek Robbins uh, on the show today, peak performance coach. He's an author, a speaker, and his book is Live It, Achieve Success by Living with Purpose. And uh, welcome Jarek Robbins to the show. Thanks so much for coming on, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. It's been a little while. Catch us up on uh, what you've been up to since uh, since we, we've talked last. You've been on the show last. Oh, man. My wife and I moved to San Diego for about nine months. So we were enjoying living on the beach there, watching the surf and enjoying life. Um, and then just last month, we moved down to Miami Beach. So all the way back across. Nice. And believe it or not, we're really loving it here. It, it was every, everyone in Tampa warned us. They said it's like living in Central America. It's a totally different experience. English is a second language. <laughs> and, and what was funny is we forgot how much we loved living in Costa Rica. So very it, nice. it, it's actually wonderful down here. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, Costa Rica, that's where my wife and I just went on our honeymoon a few months ago. And uh, that's awesome, man. So San Diego, I was just out in San Diego last week. I was out there for uh, my friend Craig Sewing has a show called The American Dream Television Show. And and uh, yeah, I had a good time out there. San Diego is great. Uh, Miami's uh, awesome as well. So uh, in, in you know Costa Rica, that was really cool. So I remember you guys lived down there for a little while as well. Is that right? We did. We absolutely loved it. Um, and, and something that we loved about it was the ability to kind of slow down and just be in the moment of life. We, right. we were on the coast there, right up on the edge of Langosta, so about a mile down a dirt road out of Tamarindo, little surf town. Oh, yeah. And, and so we're in the edge of the forest. We're on the very, very just kind of in the daily life of the locals. And, and what was nice, it was interesting, when we came back up here, it was almost a culture shock based on how fast everything was going. Um, and, and so we've been working on a new project, which I think is interesting. It's, it's a new podcast. It, it'll be launching probably later this month. We're about halfway through gathering our first so many episodes. And, and the title is going to be What's the World Needs More Of? And, and so it's simple. It's focused on the inspiring stories that bring the life, the little and big ways people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. It's the concept of our focus is the hunt for the little reminders that refuel the human soul and remind us what life is really all about. Wow. Yeah, that sounds really neat, man. I like that. What the world needs more of. Very cool. Interesting. So um, with with where you're at now uh, in your career, man, you've, you've got yeah, you've received a congressional honor award. Uh, you, you've written your books. You've traveled, done a lot of travels. Uh, what what do you what are you seeing in terms of what the world needs more of, man? What do you what do you think? It's a great question. Uh, I think it needs more humanness. Yeah, 
And, and we're, we're in a place where around the world, people aren't listening to each other. They're, they're not connecting with each other. Mm-hmm. They're creating divides and it's saying us versus them and I know more than you or you know more than me mm-hmm. ver- versus settling down. And we're, we're in a culture where everyone's an expert and everyone knows everything and everyone's bigger and grander. And if, if you've ever had a child, um, you, you know this stage of life. It's 18 years old when they leave the house. They know everything. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and life eventually shows them there, there's much more to learn. That's right. And, and so, you know, something we're focused on right now is bringing back what is it that 7 billion people need a reminder of? And, you know, it's love, joy, laughter, it's family, it's community, it's caring, it's empathy. If I grab my show notes, for those of you who are watching, uh, these are these are pages and pages of notes of every episode we've been recording so far. And, and it's wild. I'll share with you a couple moments of, the, of different shows just so you can experience this. And they're important. Um, you know, one gentleman this morning from Dubai, I was interviewing him. He says the world needs more presence, really mm. being present with each other, not just getting distracted by all the technology and stuff around us. Yes. Um, th- there was another young gentleman who said the world needs more transparency mixed with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, here's an interesting thought. He was 17 years old. He grew up watching his adopted father beat up his mom. Oof. At 17 years old, that adopted father got sentenced to prison for attempted murder on him and his mom. Mm. And at 17 years old, his mom finally told him, hey, this is your adopted father, not your blood father. Wow. And he realized, I don't have to turn out to be that man when I grow up. Right. Wow. Yeah, so many people, you know, the mind is going to lead them to where they think they're going to they're going to need to be. And so that's a great point. Like, you know, with someone like that, that that has that role model and they think that that's what they're kind of relegated to be at some point. What a, what a paradigm shift that he was able to make. That's right. And he made that paradigm shift and he, he turned into what he calls, you know, a, a monster of service, someone who's in massive service of others. And, and so much so, I mean, he's a successful business owner. He, he's actually just bought a radio station himself. He's, he's a wonderful father. He's got beautiful children. So his life is good. It's fine. And he got invited on a trip just last year to, to go rescue people who've been kidnapped and, and young boys and girls, 9 years old, 10 years old, 13, 15, who, who've been kidnapped and put into sex slavery. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And so literally, he didn't have to say yes. He could have been like, I'll donate some money, like, I'll share it on social media. But instead, he said, no, I'm not going to allow the shadow mission, which is a part of me that's going to say that's okay if I don't go. Right. So he said, you know what? I'm going to go. And he packed up. He flew out with a group of men. And they went and, and they ran a mission to get these guys who had done the bad work arrested and then to actually go into the place where these kids were and take them out of there. And so they helped wow. save 36 young men and you know young boys and girls. Yeah. Wow. And and I said, you know, what was your awe-inspiring moment from this experience? And he said, realizing we really have no problems. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, now, these young people had problems, and we helped solve them. Um, but, but you know, thinking of my kid that didn't do his homework, and I was upset at him last week for it, thinking about my business partner who did something that pissed me off, thinking about the, the argument I got with someone I cared about or my friend or family – He's like, all these things are, are, are really so small in the long run compared to what's really going on in the world. That's right. And when we step outside of ourselves and realize, one, we have no problems, and two, 
we can do so much to help people who are facing really big challenges in life. That is right. Yeah, 100%, man. That's awesome. Now, what was that gentleman's name again that did that? So his name was Jason. Wow. Yeah, that's He's that's a great, good man. man. What a, what a great work. I mean, I, I see uh, different people cr- kind of crusading for that. I know Russell Brunson's kind of teaming up uh, on that, and and yeah. that's you know it's something that people don't realize happens. It, it's so much, you know, it, it it is a part, and it's kind of like this underworld. You know, uh, it's it's a world you know that's crazy. There's there's things like that happening, and people don't realize it until it happens to one of them or one of their family members. Kind of like kind of like a cancer. You know, cancer. We all know someone who's been stricken with cancer, died with cancer. Uh, and, but you know, we have that as humans, we have that mentality of, oh, it won't happen to me until it does, and then it's too late. Yeah. So, and so the project is really to bring back those human moments, like you just said, to realize it happens. Mm-hmm. Stuff going on around the world, and, and how do we remind each other that one? You're not the only one going through something crazy or chaotic. Right. Hopefully, nothing as extreme as the things we've brought up. Um, but, but, but two, there's also ways to get through it. And, and, and so, you know, we also ask these people, what helped in those moments? How did you get through it? What did you learn? What was your experience? And, and we just take the human journey to, to really feel uh, those special moments that bring us all back to what life is really all about. Yeah, that's right. Love, joy, laughter, family, empathy, gratitude. That's what it's about. And yeah, so Jarek Robbins here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. If you just joined us, I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, any questions, uh, comments, we would love to hear back from you. Uh, we've got a simple way to engage with uh, just texting REQB. Uh, as you know, the Real Estate Quarterback Show was a previous name for our show. I'm known as the Real Estate Quarterback here in Tampa Bay. Text REQB to 31. 31- 3131 and we'd love to engage with you answer any questions you may have and uh reqb to 31 31 31 all right so we're talking with jarek robbins here so uh jarek on previous shows man we talked about how you know you were you experienced your first uh fire walk in your mother's belly you know (laughs) before you were on or you know out in earth uh but man you've had a a wonderful career uh i want to talk about mindset the the power of mindset and and motivation and uh some of the keys to success you know it's not so much as a key it's more of a combination how can you line up these certain factors so for you know a lot of real estate agents listen to our show uh mortgage professionals uh, all all types of investors uh here in the tampa bay market all the way down the, the gulf coast of florida to fort myers Naples. Uh, what what would you say in those areas? What's helping you to get to that point where you've been uh, extremely successful and what can others do uh, to obtain success uh, in their life? Great question. Um, so, so I'm going to refer back to someone I was talking to this morning, that gentleman in Dubai. Uh, he, he had a great tip. He said he uses two to four hours a morning. He gets up at four or five in the morning and, and prepares for the day, sets the foundation for the day. He said something that was really important, though. He said there's a certain set of questions he asks every day that helps him to narrow down who he's going to be. And so the first question he asks is, who do I want to be today? And it's a simple question, but he's a father. He's a husband. He's a businessman. He's a teacher. He's a trainer. He's a corporate executive, like all this stuff. And, and so he steps back and he says, you know, I want to be, the one, number one, most important, a fun dad. Mm, okay. So I started laughing. I said, that's an interesting personality or identity to take on. Yeah. And he says, number two, I got to ask, you know, how do I want to live today? 
how do I want my day to be? How do I want to experience life? How do I want to show up? Right. And, and so he says, you know, I want to live in a way where where it's fun and it's loving and caring and open and free and alive. And he comes with all these things he wants to experience and feel. And then he says, how am I going to create those? And, and that's the next one. The third question is, what do I need to do in order to make that reality? And, and so what's fun is if he wants to be a fun dad and he wants to do it in a creative and interesting and silly and in a way that makes him feel alive, then one thing he does is creates all kinds of little surprises all day long for mm, his daughter. Mm, so like he might that. be at work, but he literally creates a surprise that she's going to find. And, and just a handwritten note or a little sticky thing or uh, an envelope with something hidden in it under her pillow or something all over so that all throughout the day he's creating these fun and, and little surprises for her and getting these text messages of, look, I found a clue and, and all this fun stuff from his little girl who's 10 years old. And, and so it allows him really truly to decide how he's going to show up that day. So in this case, you know, the first question is, who do you really want to be? How do you want to live? And, and what do you need to do in order to make that happen? Yeah. He yeah. says when you get into that and you really experience it, the final piece that happens is that you realize you have so much and you have such a fulfilling day. And it circles back to what are you going to then give and share and pay forward to, like to the world around you? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Good stuff. All right, we're coming into our first break here. We got Jarek Robbins on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back after this short, short break. Do not touch that dial. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. Special episode here with Jarek Robbins on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I want to give a shout-out to our restaurant partner, Brio Tuscan Grill here in Tampa Bay, uh, 2223 Northwest Shore Boulevard at the International Plaza Mall. Our official restaurant partner is Brio Tuscan Grill, the best Italian dining experience in all of Tampa Bay. And got a special going on for our listeners. All you have to do is let them know that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show and uh, go in, and they're going to hook you up with a free appetizer compliments of the real estate quarterback show and uh we got uh, jarek robbins here with us today uh via live via zoom or skype or one of those types of systems i don't even know what this system is but but it's a great technology that we have connecting tampa bay to miami beach uh, is where he's uh broadcasting from there uh down in uh sunny south florida and um yeah, Derek, good stuff, man. I wanted to kind of follow up on where we left off, you know, and, and just kind of taking into account uh, that, you know, the fact that we live in the best time ever to be a human being. I mean, think about, you know, some of the past. You've had the Black Plague, the, you know, the Hitlers of the world. I mean, here we are in 2018, almost, you know, halfway over halfway through the year. And we've got technology where we're able to, you know, Skype and, and be on the on the call here together. 
uh, we have you know so many awesome technologies that we're afforded and uh, man it's just a great time to be an entrepreneur i just recently launched a company uh, called the business Growth celebrity academy uh, with uh, former usc ufc world champion and wwf uh, wwe legend ken shamrock you know the ultimate fighting and then uh, des woodruff you know so we've got so many cool things going on and just so much to be grateful for nowadays i think that's that's a big key point of uh what you were kind of getting into here i love that uh, message you had of you know creating those surprises for you know a loved one during the day could be your daughter could be your spouse uh and and gratitude that we have uh in into today's life it's so true it, it's so true and it's so important and, and for those people if, if you're listening and you're in business you know obviously this applies to the human side but, but how does this kind of stuff apply to your business? And um, we've been doing a lot of research and learning about culture in companies. And, and, and when you look at it, you know, if you were to sit down by yourself and ask yourself what's most important to you, you're, you're going to come up with, you know, the, the values, the things you tell yourself. And, and then if you ask yourself, well, where do I spend all my time every week? Mm. You're going to see another set of values mm -hmm. because in your head you say, you know, God, family, making a difference, being a good person, all these types of things. And, and then on your, your piece of paper, for most people, you see work that goes across the whole chunk of their week. Right. And so people say, like, what do you mean? I'm not supposed to work. I'm like, no, 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 no. Obviously most people have to work. So you're going to work. Um, but the question is, if, if these things are over here are most important to you and this is where you spend most of your time, what's interesting is if it aligns, it doesn't feel like work. Right. I mean, you honestly feel like it's just another way to express yourself in the world. And, and what, what I found, and one of the guests on our, our show said, is most people just want to be seen. They want to feel understood. They want to feel liked or, or part of the community of the world. And so in that concept, when you realize, you know, what I believe is most important and what I do matches, you feel really good. Uh, but on the other hand, if what you think is most important, family, friends, community, God, spirituality, make a difference, whatever that is, is not in alignment with where you work, it's going to be very difficult to get yourself to go to work every day. It's yeah. going to be very difficult to keep your team inspired if they don't feel like their values are being expressed through the organization that you have or are building or own. And, and, and if you think of it in a, in a concept of how do you ensure that your team's values as individuals is being reflected in the current company culture and in where the culture is going? Mm -hmm. And here's a big question. If you have a team of 100 people that work on your team, what do they hope your culture evolves into as an organization so that they can best express all of who they are? You know, I, I think really truly when you create a business, there's only a few reasons. Number one, to add value to the community around you. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what we're, we're trading money for by adding value and helping them do something or achieve something or experience something or solve something. Uh, number two, it, it, it is really to earn a living or to make revenue and profit happen so that you can have a great life and take care of your family. But then number three, it's to provide a place where people can go and express the fullest parts of who they are as a human being. Because again, this is where they're spending, you know, what, 40, 50, 60 hours a week. That's right. 
the greatest third service you can provide is giving them a space that makes them feel more alive by being there. And the only way you can do that is by helping them express what's most important to them in their life. That's right. Yeah. To be but what I found is most people have no way to measure this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense to, to be congruent as a human being, you know, to, to having your values lining up with, you know, those things that you find important and that you're spending time on because where you put your time is really the, the, the measure of what is truly important. And I want to go back to something you said in the beginning of that is it, you know, if it, it is having something that you are passionate about as your career or, uh, you know, cause I think some people would say that, you know, well, you know, I've heard that, but how do I actually do that? How do I make that commitment? I've got bills. I can't quit my job. Uh, you know, how can I take that thing that I am passionate about and create a business out of that? Sure. That's one route. So, so you can start a business around what you love or what you're passionate about. Um, for some people, that gives them freedom because now they can just do all day what they love. Um, for other people, that takes a passion and turns it into a job. Mm -hmm. And so I have a friend who loved to go escape to this personal development retreat center in, in uh, Big Sur, California called Esalen. And it's this beautiful place on the coast with these natural hot springs and incredible gardens that grow their own food. And it's like this blissful little place you can escape to. The cell phones don't work, so you're just out in the middle of nature soaking in the beauty of life, right on the coast and the ocean out, you know, all in front of you. And, and he got invited. This was his escape. So he was a very successful young tech entrepreneur. He built a company, sold it, made millions of dollars. Uh, he had retired, found a girl that he was going to spend his life with, woke up and meditated all morning and volunteered and done all this good stuff. Um, and he used to escape on the weekends to go to this place and just relax and soak in life. Mm. Um, they, the place needed a new CEO. And since he was a donor, they invited him to become the CEO because obviously he believes in it. Now, he doesn't love it as much. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he loves the mission he loves the work he loves the people but now it's not his escape ah. his passion his, his place his so, place of solitude and, and and disappearing and letting go now turned to a place that he goes to have to work yeah <laughs> and everything he sees when he walks around is like oh we need to fix that board and we need to fix the bridge over there and someone haven't they sanded the wood on this thing yet and, yeah. and, and he doesn't get to relax anymore good point and so the question would be Sometimes, though, other people have, have taken something um, like, I mean, take a Tim Ferriss. He, he, let's say he likes podcasting and he turned that into an entire business that gives him freedom that, to now live his life. Or John Lee Dumas. He's yep. a good guy. Yep. He had a full-time job. He was working really hard and he transitioned into having his own podcast show. Yep. And, and now he makes millions of dollars a year interviewing amazing entrepreneurs from all over the world. Yes. And so he's been able to turn a passion into a business and he loves it. So right. what I would look at is, you know, for the people who want to make that transition, there's four kind of circles that overlap. The, yeah. the first one is, what are you good at? Oh, I'm sorry. I messed it up. The first one is, what do you love? Okay. What do you love to do? What do you love? You can do it 24-7. You just love every moment of it. The second is, what are you good at? Now, we got to be honest with ourselves and realize sometimes there's a difference between these two lists. Yes. We might love doing some things, but we are not so talented at that. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that's okay. You can get better over time if you really practice. Uh, but, but the concept that you got to be real with yourself and be like, what do I really love and what am I actually good at? The third one is, oh, we might have to do it when we come back. Yeah, let's save the second two here for after this next break. So Jarek Robbins here, uh, he's talking about ways that you can live a successful life and, and really reach out and grab that passion, that thing that you're passionate about. So stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Follow us online, uh, Consumer Quarterback Show on Facebook, Instagram, at Brandon Rhymes one on Twitter. We'll see you right on the other side of this short, short break. Don't go anywhere. we got Jarek Robbins in the house here. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Forbes Riley, celebrity TV fitness host and creator of The Spin Gym. I'm here today with Brandon Rhymes, and you're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show. Great ways to get happy, healthy, and wealthy. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here. I'm your host, Consumer Quarterback Show. Special episode here with Jarek Robbins, speak for performance coach, author, speaker. And he's, his book is Live It, Achieve Success by Living with Purpose. And uh, we're having an intelligent talk conversation here. Uh, before we jump back into this great content, I want to plug one of our sponsors, WholeBodyFuel.com. These are conveniently chef-prepared, healthy meals that are going to be delivered to your home or office. And I love it when every uh, week I get my drop-off of my food. Excellent food. they got the world-famous protein donuts as well. And they are to die for excellent food. WholeBodyFuel.com. Check them out. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you and uh, take them up on their offer. Uh, they're going to drop off food conveniently delivered to your home or office, and it makes it easy to be healthy. And what else do you have in this world if you do not have your health? WholeBodyFuel.com. All right, we're back here in studio. We got Jarek Robbins on the phone today. Uh, we are uh, Skyping in from uh, Miami, and uh, we were talking about, we are right in the middle of this concept of how to turn something that you love into a business. So we covered the first two circles, and, and uh, Jarek, I want to open it back up to you, and uh, this is a great, I love how you have the circles over uh, inter interacting there, and, and uh, in the middle there is going to be a business somewhere. Absolutely. So number one was, what do you love? Number two was, what are you really good at? And we had to be honest there. We had to be real and self-aware. Uh, number three is what do people want? Now, this is important. It's not what they need. Like, people need to eat broccoli. People <laughs> want Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and so realizing it's what do people want? And so you got to be real and you got to survey and you got to listen and say, what do people around me actually want? What, are they, what do they want more of? Not what do they need more of? People try to give people what they need. Mm. And that's like trying to feed your toddler broccoli. Like it doesn't work out too well. Yeah. Uh, and, and so what do they want? And then the finally, what are they willing to pay for? Because mm -hmm. some people want something and they're not willing to pay for it. They're like, mm, not worth it. Yeah, and, and so if if you look at all four of these circles, what do you really, what do you love, what are you good at, what do people want, 
and what are they willing to pay for, there's usually an intersection right in the middle that might have three to five options of something you can turn into a business. I like that. And all of a sudden in that moment, you can go, hey, this is an opportunity. I could do one of these. Now, there's only one final suggestion, which is you also want to look at the list you love and highlight anything that you do not want to turn into a business because it's your sacred stuff. Mm. I don't know if that's singing in the shower or, or, or having a place you disappeared to in California on the cliff that, that you just relax. But whatever it is, it, it's like, no, 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 no. Those ones will never be a business because that's just mine. Like, those are my things. Yeah. But I, I'm willing to share some of these other things with the world. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That's good stuff. So, you know, I think that's a challenge that people have is, is identifying those. And then they say, well, you know, I work a nine to five and, and then, well, you know, the thing is you go home, you eat, you shower, you change, whatever you do. And then from seven to 11, those are the hours that you can work on that business and, and develop that passion. Absolutely. And monetize it. Now, um, go ahead. the other side of what we were talking about, which is really interesting, is some people don't want to start their own business, but they need to figure out how to feel more alive and how to feel more purpose in their daily work, in what they are doing, whatever that job may be. Um, and, and so the concept there becomes something I was hinting at earlier. Uh, it, it's a new process we're putting together. and We actually have a way to measure it inside of companies and offices and groups of people where, where they take a little 10 to 15 minute survey online and, and then it literally shows us who they are as an individual, how the current culture of their company is, and how they would hope it to be in the future. And it, and it looks, let me see if I can grab one of these real quick. I'll show you here on the screen for those of you watching. It gives you this cool little assessment. And it shows you, if you can see this for anyone watching, yep. it, it shows you a little plot here of, of you know who I am, what my personal values are. You can see personal values there. Then you see the current culture of our company and how those stack up. And then you see the third one, the desired culture of our company. I like and that. And so what happens is you look at that, we can start to see what the difference is off a quick little test here. And then we can put initiatives together as a company that will literally cause the individuals to be able to express more of themselves in the workplace, which makes them feel more alive, have less burnout, less employee turnover, Instead of having people quitting to go find what they're passionate about somewhere else, right. they start to feel more alive doing what they're doing every day within this own organization. Yeah, yeah, I like that because they've de they've developed the culture themselves. They they were able to give input, and therefore they're going to be able to realize that, and it's going to overall it's going to reinforce the company's value, uh, not not only as a whole but individually. Each person's going to be that much happier. Their work life is going to be there. They're going to be more productive. Uh, I like that. That's really cool. And the best experience you hear when it does when it goes right, like I remember Zappos is a great concept of culture like they were really praised they, they grew yes. from zero to a billion dollars in sales in a very short period of time and and these are called company firms of endearment mm. so they separated like the s p 500 which are you know the big giant companies that have been around forever yep. Th then they said there's good to great companies jim's collins concept of how they made the leap and, and then there's firms of endearment and when they looked at the difference over a 10-year period of time, the S&P 500 companies grew, um, I think, somewhere around 4% consistently over time, like up and down, but 4% consistently. 
the, the good to great companies grew about 13% over that same time. And the firms of endearment grew 23% over that same period of time. Wow. Yeah. Which is a big difference. Huge, huge difference. And, and so for company it. growth, it, it looked at how do you bring that element so people feel more alive in what they're doing so that they're willing to give more and mm. do more, which causes the growth to happen in, in the profit and revenue and everything else that's going on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're talking with Jarek Robbins here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. And uh, wow, yeah, you know, and Zappos did it selling shoes. I think at the beginning, it was just, a, they were just selling shoes. I mean, you know, something that's uh, commoditized as shoes, but they found a new platform. And I, I, I love uh, listening as well to Gary Vaynerchuk. A lot of what he talks about is, you know, kind of leading to the Amazon conversation. You know, what a behemoth they've become. Uh, you know, being an early adapter, uh, Amazon was an early adapter in Google AdWords, bought up a bunch of Google AdWords, and now, you know, they're the behemoth they have. So I wanted to kind of get into a couple of things uh, related to, you know, online uh, shopping, Jarek, and, and get, you know, later get your uh, opinion on cryptocurrencies, uh, some of these other things. But, you know, what, what do you see, you know, happening there? I mean, Amazon is just becoming so big. I heard Damon John talking out about it that, you know, for every job that Amazon adds, it deletes four jobs from our current economy. You have an opinion on that? Um, so what's fascinating is the way in which they're doing it. And there's different people who are looking at the future and trying to figure out which society is going to unfold. Is it the one that robots and machines and artificial intelligence takes over all the work and then we get to spend all of our time painting and singing and traveling and, <laughs> yeah. and having this utopia of daily life of just hanging out with each other? Or... Is it one that we're still going to have to work? We're still going to have to put in the grind every day and do something. And, and so depending on which future you believe is true is going to determine, you know, if you like Amazon or if you hate Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I had the privilege the other night. I got invited um, to a friend's wedding. And then afterwards, the next day we had dinner um, with, with Sergey Brin and his family. And, and it's interesting. And, and, you know, he's the Google guy. But, but you see all these people interacting in society and, and, and a handful of the guests that were at the, the wedding all had security with them. And I was looking yeah. around, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of security here. Like, <laughs> I didn't know our friends were that popular who were getting married. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it was at an undisclosed location and no one else knew what was going on. And, and I was asking, I'm like, why is there so much security? And they said, well, with the perception people have of a lot of the people in this room and what they're building technologically in the world, all it takes is one person who thinks they're the machine builder who's going to cause the robots to turn into Skynet and kill us all like Terminator. Right. And then they're going to try to take this person out. Right. And, and I was laughing. I said, that's so interesting. Um, you know, I, I heard a concept the other day on a, on a news article that they said um, they were trying to figure out how to take dinosaur DNA out of the bones they found and see if they could recreate a dinosaur. Wow. Wow. I've seen that happen in many episodes of this movie called Jurassic Park. It never works out well for us humans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I, I think that one's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I've also watched the Jetsons. Yes. And that worked out pretty well, having a robot that could take care of the house and make breakfast and do all kinds of cool stuff. That's right. Yeah. So, so you, you think about the effect, you know, of course, with my background in real estate, you know, the shopping centers a lot of the malls you know how is that going to play out 
you know, uh, wow, you know, it's 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 time. It's it's an interesting time that we're living in. A lot of changes, a lot of new land grabs going on. You mentioned voice, you know, with Alexa and Google Home. So when we come back in the final segment, I want to get your opinion on those uh, ideas and and uh, voice AI and, and maybe even a little bit of a cryptocurrency uh, conversation here with Jarek Robbins. Stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back after this short, short break. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, giving a shout-out to Soho Wellness Spa, Day Spa down in South Tampa, right off of South Boulevard there. Mind, body, and skin uh, massage, facials. Check them out. Becky and her team and uh, Debbie and her team do a great job down there. Mind, body, and soul. Take care of your body at Soho Wellness and Med Spa down in beautiful South Tampa. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you for special incentives. All right, we got our final segment here uh, with Jarek Robbins on the Consumer Quarterback Show. So, Jarek, I uh, wanted to kind of follow up on that theme. You know, what do you see happening? Uh, you know, the people that were those early adapters, the John Lee Dumas uh, with the podcast, the people that were buying the the Google AdWords uh, like Gary Vaynerchuk for uh, the word wine and, and those types of words for five cents a click uh, back in the early days. These Those were the people that were able to get in early, make a lot of money, uh, have that land grab, that proverbial land grab. So now, you know, coming up, up, you got voice with Alexa, the Alexa skills, the Google homes. Uh, what do you see happening in technology in that space? So it, it, it's interesting. We focus on the human side of everything. So we're always looking at how is this affecting humans and mm -hmm. what, what's good about it and what could potentially be limiting about it. And how do we make sure we get all the good stuff without really suffering through any of the bad stuff uh, the best we can. Um, and, and so in looking at how technology is evolving, um, you know, it, the, the, the a, artificial intelligence is something really to pay attention to. We're in the coaching space. So we coach one-on-one -on -one entrepreneurs and executives all week long. And we know, I have, I have my bachelor in psychology. I have, you know, 16 or 15 and a half years of coaching experience and all these different things. We've grown in, in, in our own businesses. We have multiple companies and teams we run. And, and so in looking at all these different bits and pieces, there's a certain level of understanding of life I can bring to the table for a person who's interested in coaching. Now, if I can take a computer, apply deep learning, and have it learn every single thing that's ever come out in therapy, psychology, coaching, uh, human dynamics, and everything, and it learns it within three days, and it has all of it down, and then I could hook that computer up to a person's heart monitor, to a, a brain scan that's scanning their brain waves with a medical grade EEG, their blood pressure, and I can get everything under one place. And then it starts to coach them. All of a sudden, if their heart rate jumps, it knows what that means. And they might take a different direction on the same topic to get the, the topic to land better with the person. Mm-hmm. 
Or if all of a sudden your blood pressure adjusts, it knows that means something. So it asks you a deeper question and probes a little on that experience. Or if all of a sudden your brain goes bananas, it knows you're thinking of something. So it asks you, you know, to express whatever it is that's crossing your mind. That's going to be able to coach way better than I could ever coach because I can use the humanness of me to try to feel that stuff out. But this is using biographical data to pull it from you immediately and then adjusting based on deep learning of all the different approaches. And it knows a hundred times what I'd ever know. And it learned it faster than I would have the ability to even try to consume that amount of information. Yeah. And, and so what's, what's happening is hopefully a better service to humanity will become present. And then we just have to figure out how we fit how, how does that work? Does that mean I can buy one of those and have it work within my organization and now I can offer that service to our clients? Or is that going to be free like YouTube and you just sign up and talk to the robot therapist or coach or whatever you need anytime and it, and it can help you solve anything and no one needs to pay for that anymore and now it's no longer needed. And, and that freaks people out because then people are thinking, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to all the jobs? It's like, well, they'll become new jobs. We just yeah. don't know what they are yet. Yeah. You know, no one knew Uber drivers were going to be Uber drivers 10 months before Uber ever existed. Right. Yeah. They were doing something else. But yeah. now there's millions of them all over the world. Yeah. It's it's amazing where technology is going, man. Technology is just, it's, it's something that it's going to affect real estate. You know, as we mentioned, there's going to be a, a lot of changes. And if you can be an early adapter and be that land grab to develop that Alexa skill, you know, if, if I can come up with the keywords for Tampa real estate for Alexa, you know, that's it. That's a good decision on, on my part on the business side. So, yeah, so that's an interesting perspective on the coaching uh, side of potential robots having, you know, a coach uh, being a coach at some point. Uh, very interesting. What about do you have an opinion on cryptocurrency, Jarek? You know, because I see some people, you know, kind of dabbling in it. I have some friends that are, you know, doing some things in it. Uh, what, what I'm just interesting, you know, what is your take on that? So with, with anything, when it comes to investing specifically, um, I would highly recommend reading my dad's book, Unshakable, or yeah. Money Master the Game. Yeah. And if you understand what he's talking about, there, there's four things you really need to be intelligent as far as risk is concerned. Mm -hmm. And so for people who are in position where they've already filled up their safety bucket of, of you know six months of overhead in cash, they've already filled up their long-term investment bucket of real estate and uh, your IRA and 401k and uh, insurances and all that stuff. And that's completely maxed out. And there's not another penny you can put in it because you, you're already mapped out and you have exactly what you need when you're going to retire. It's already saved up and ready. And then you have even more money. Sure. Look for opportunities like that, but do it in a smart way. Right. You know, having your best friend go, yo, hey, you got to see what John up the street did. He made 10,000 $10, bucks the other day. You're like, shit, throw me some of that. <laughs> Not yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, uh, you know, taking a course, learning about it, studying it, understanding the process, right. or at least as much as you can. I mean, hell, even by the little yellow book cryptocurrency for dummies yeah. and like start with that <laughs> there you go yeah. <laughs> so at least you understand the concept of it before you throw your, you know your life savings into it yeah yeah exactly there's there's a lot more safer investments than than just jumping into a, a cryptocurrency it, it's just crazy to think about the way that that's came out and it doesn't have to be safe 
It just has to be at the right time. So I'll give you an example. If you had $100,000 and you went to Vegas and you were going to bet it all on red on the on the, the roulette table, yep. how much would you risk if all you had was hundred grand? So you're risking, the, the question is how much would you risk? You're risking a hundred yeah. grand, right? Well, you could risk anything. You could risk a hundred grand. You could risk one thousand. And and depending on okay. your appetite and your thought process, right. you're going to come up with what feels right. Right. Versus, let's say you own five real estate investment properties that you brought from random, random rhymes, and, and you have these amazing properties that are cash flowing twenty thousand dollars a month somehow magically, yep. and and you get to net. Uh, 15,000 of that that goes in your bank account, all it covers all your bills and expenses. And no matter what you do this month, you're going to have it again next month and everything is covered. Now, how much of the hundred grand would you risk? Right. Yeah. You're going to risk more because you're not really risking anything. You're like, yeah. Hey, even if I screw this up, it's still coming in next month. I'll wait a few months. It'll stack back up. I'll be fine. That's right. If you do it in the right order. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got uh, you've got your book out, Derek. Your uh, Live It book. You uh, achieve success by living with purpose, and um, you you're helping people with business coaching. That's that's a big one now. I think you know there's there's so many places that people look. There's so much. There's free resources everywhere, uh, but but I agree. It's it's being resourceful, you know, and then recognizing that you need a coach for uh, you know getting you to the next level. Uh, can you give us a, a recent success story or, or some type of a, a message around coaching? Sure, easy peasy. Um, my, my favorite things we've helped people in the last couple of years, we've helped people raise over $500 million for their startup companies. Uh, we, we helped a gentleman go from owning five businesses, working 24 seven, trying to keep them afloat, making about 500,000 a year in net take home income after tax. We helped him uh, sell one of the restaurants he owned pull back, reorganize his team, uh, really systematize his approach and become a business owner, not just a business operator. And in the process, he was able to take a five-day vacation once a month, every single month of the year with his family, all 12 months, while taking his income and increasing it from 500000 to 750000 and it was just understanding the difference between being an operator versus being an owner right. and, and understanding how to amplify the results. We got his real estate sales office to make more money in one month than the entire 12 months combined. Wow. In just one month. And, and so little things we can do, and they're, they're not, you know, they're not rocket science. They're simple things done in the right way that cause absolutely the results to shift in, in, in the way we want them to. And it's understanding, you know, if you're flying a plane, it's not rocket science. If you push the lever down, the plane goes down. If you pull it back, the plane goes up. But right. in a business, you got to figure out what are your levers. Right. And what are the things in your business that cause the plane to go up or down or left or right? And once we can help you identify that, you just got to be willing and able to push and pull the levers at just the right time that cause the dynamic you want or the result you want on the other side. And so we've been able to successfully do that in the framework of coaching. And it's a hell of a lot of fun. 
Very cool. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. You're right on point. You look at your key performance indicators, uh, you know, the 80-20 the rule, call it what you want. You, you find out what's the 20% that's working. You focus that to grow uh, the 80% of your success. Uh, Jarek Robbins, thanks so much. We really appreciate you being on the show, man, and uh, much success to you and yours. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Hey, my pleasure. All right, Jarek, we'll see you next time. Jarek Robbins, peak performance coach, author, speaker. Uh, book is Live It, Achieve Success by Living with Purpose. He's a business coach. He's in uh, Miami area now. So I encourage you to reach out and, and find out more information at his website. And, of course, we'll put a link on our website as well, consumerqb.com. We would love to engage with you. Anything that we can do to help you live a better life, that's what we're here for. Please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Pack up some food or clothing. Hand it to that person that you see in need. Be a force for good in the community and continue to tune into our show, the Consumer Quarterback Show, consumerqb.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show, weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380. The Biz. All right, Jarek, thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. you 